it, I was thinking about, I thought you left it in intentionally because you're, someone's point gets cut off halfway through because of the f up. Yeah. And then when it comes back, you guys don't remember the point and you said, anyway, let's move on to this other one. Oh. And so I thought you kept the f up in to explain why you didn't finish the question. Oh, okay. So it actually oh, worked out. It works out. Okay. That Except that, that you did sense. say which is really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was walking and it's just like, wait, Mike's frozen. Mike's frozen. Mike's like, <laughs> but then it was funny because then like you bleeped jesse later <laughs> yeah i feel like that's a new joke of the show i can't say the f word but y'all can say the f apparently apparently <laughs> you are never allowed to curse you're never allowed to say the f word because it, it's happened before where i've i've bleeped mike and jesse and i just i just for some reason i don't hear myself when i say f yeah it's not a bad word when you say it exactly <laughs> that's what i tell my wife <laughs> <sighs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Not Your Father's Movies. I am Vito. I'm Mike. And I'm Jesse. And we are the Dad Fathers coming at you with some brains energy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we have a very special dude joining us. Uh, dude. Dude. How are you? That's not my name. What? Your name isn't Dude? <laughs> I thought for sure it was Dude. Pretty sure my it's name dude. is Jude. Oh. Jude. I see. I see. Jude the dude, uh, longtime friend of all of us. We've known you for so long. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while. Over ten years. Over ten years. Wow. I think. Wow. But you're you're on here joining us to talk on Mike's birthday episode. What was my birthday? Well, it was. Oh, it's not now, but it's your birthday month. Yay! <laughs> and so we give you the the gift that we always give you as dad fathers, which is you get an episode to pick. Whichever movies you want to talk about in whatever order, and we have to watch them and talk about them, at least semi-intelligently. We awesome. can't promise full intelligence, but some. Awesome. Yeah. And, you know, you, you brought along Jude for the ride. We're happy to have Jude because Jude actually was on my old show back when I had a show. Episodes that were never released. That was a fun night. <laughs> yeah. I just sat in my carport. It was cold. It was never released? Oh, no. I never released any of these. No. I thought they They're, were all on SoundCloud somewhere. Oh, they, they a bunch of them were, but not really. And I didn't advertise. And then I took them down. Are they still somewhere? I have SoundCloud, them all, though. I okay. have not on SoundCloud. Oh, not I on deleted SoundCloud, them somewhere. They cannot be found. Ooh, interesting. I made sure of it. <laughs> interesting. They're on a hard drive hidden in my basement. In Well, so it sounds like they can be found. Yeah. If you know where to look and who to dig past to get to them. Ooh, ooh, interesting. Well, so I brought Jude along because, or we brought Jude along because, Jude, I don't know if you've seen all of the movies that we're going to talk about tonight, but we have spent many long nights talking about many things, this including zombies. Wait, we're, we're talking about zombies. Oh, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and I thought that you would be a great addition to the team. I'm excited. He's, I'm he's excited from too. ear to ear, folks. <laughs> Uh, really we're talking about zombies. <laughs> Mike decided for his birthday episode that he wanted to talk about zombies, the apocalypse, the rise of the undead, the alien infected, possibly the voodoo cursed, maybe oh, a disease. Wow. This is exciting. It's just a lot of things. What like what a zombie could be. Yeah. What is a zombie, Vito? Are you a zombie? <sighs> Would a zombie know? Aren't the zombies just the living dead? 
that's a classical definition. Aren't we all just living dead? Oh that's boy. Ooh, who's Ooh. the real walking dead? I thought the real question was are we human or are we dancer? It's this is <laughs> He said are we human or are we dancer? This is vital. <laughs> it's the the true lyrics are are we human or are we dancer? It's not. Oh. It is. It's, it is. He said it in an interview. It's not. He's, he's asking if our true identities are dancing and you're asking if our true identities are being dead. Oh, yeah. Or so dense. which movies <laughs> you know we can't say these zombies are not dense they're actually pretty liquidy <laughs> they're pretty yeah they're pretty crazy yeah so i picked three movies because i guess we do three movies i guess, I guess we could pick that. more yeah i watched more there's zombie land there's zombie, zombie land that's those, those yeah. are zombie two zombie movies there's that zombie tv show which one which one the walking dead that's... there's also fear the walking dead which i yeah. don't <laughs> there's that one where the zombies are fast which was weird Ooh. 28 days later or wait there was a show no zombie no with the z world war z, z? z nation yeah. oh world z war nation war. also oh, oh i never yeah. saw that one i never yeah. saw that show that's a, that's a pretty cool show is this like five seasons now or something? yeah it's crazy zombie shows just take off yeah and like, they only need like one million people to watch them because it's the same one million people <laughs> like, they watch yes, all of them yeah. i need yeah, to yeah, see yeah. more I mean, everyone people. watched like walking dead season one because it was good yep and then season two because it was okay yep there's still gotta millions, keep going there's still millions <laughs> of people though who are like 11 seasons of the walking dead is not enough walking dead for me i don't know who they are uh, isn't it the most watched like prestige tv show on tv today i believe so i think it is it boggles my mind. Yeah. I stopped watching The Walking Dead six seasons ago, like midway <laughs> through season five. So like everybody keeps talking about people like I don't even know who that is. I know you think that's a big deal, but I, yeah, I still never met Negan. Negan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it used but, to be a favorite conversation topic between you and I, Jesse. I remember a, a one late night in particular where we stayed out in your pool and drank beer and just argued about the differences between the show and the comic for like five hours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because you had only read the comic and I had only watched the show. And it was great because it's like, it's like, you know, Marvel's what if show. It's like that, but one's a comic and one's a show because like crazy things happen. Since Daryl is not in the comics, Carol changes quite a bit in the comics yep. and uh, has a very sad and different path. And does not become the the craziness that she becomes in the show. Yeah, it's it's very divergent. It's it, it they're almost the only DNA they have is that they're both huge bummers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they sure that. I, I, I get the sense that the the comics are more of a huge bummer. Oh my goodness! So. Oh, it is it is punishing. Yeah, you stick around if you love masochism. <laughs> I, I I stopped during the torture scene of the governor. I think. Oh, that mm. one's rough. Yeah, Michelle. Mm tortures the governor and it's like it involves a spoon and so mm -hmm. yeah i'm not gonna say more even in black and white which the comics are it, it is was gruesome yeah anyway sorry sorry to, to tangents <laughs> no that is what we are here for tonight we're here for tangents primarily so we do have three specific movies that we're using as our baseline text but we're kind of bringing in every zombie thing that we've we've uh, ever encountered while we're talking tonight. But the three ones that we're really talking about are near and dear to, I think, all of our hearts. 28 Days Later in 2001, Shaun of the Dead in 2004, and Train to Busan from 2019. These are, uh, these are big, right? Like, I don't know. I, I think a lot of people know these movies. I don't know a lot of people who don't know of them. Um, or at least the first two, especially, but the train to Busan is like, is a real darling in, 
in horror circles. Yeah. And I think it's starting to radiate outwards um, as these things do. And I think it's gaining a lot of love, especially because now it's like a whole universe. Right. Which is kind of annoying because the other entries are not very good. I just watched Peninsula. Oh, it's awful. It's so bad. It's really bad. It's really bad. <laughs> it's almost embarrassing. Yeah. It's like it's the same guy and you're, you're going, oh. It's like he he made Train to Busan and he was like, people really like this. I'm going to take all the things that people didn't care about in Train to Busan and put it into Peninsula. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was. Oh. The, the, the ending is un, is unending. It goes on for so long uh, like it feels like an hour it's 20 minutes it's oh, wow. wow i was so bored i actually was like walking around the room yeah all right so you guys say that that it's pretty popular but i've never heard of anybody who knows of train to busan Every, anytime i bring it up no one knows what that is i've heard about it that, yeah, Michael, well, good for you <laughs> <laughs> see it's famous everybody no, knows I watch it i want to watch it <laughs> this is this is really it's spreading like Vito said <laughs> like wildfire like zombies. <gasps> Who's the real Walking Dead? The fire is. Because <laughs> they both spread. So, so 28 be. Days Later was, was made in 2001. Um, we, we're going to do like a little bit of cast and crew, just cast and director here, because all of these, like, like they're near and dear to our hearts. These are big movies. And I think that each one of them could be its own full episode. We don't want to do that today. We don't want to spoil all of the nitty gritties about about the movies but um this is a big one 28 days later was made in 2001 by danny boyle mm, who has made my boy oh so many movies um he's he's had like a really interesting career right like bizarre career it's bizarre he goes he does so many different things yeah um he's, up and down. He's, he's done almost every genre almost literally every genre is yesterday his most recent one yeah which was interesting it, they're always interesting, even if they don't work. Yeah. You know, that that's the cool thing about him. But also, you know, he's he directed one of my all-time favorite movies, Trainspotting. Yeah. And Trainspotting mm-hmm. 2, which I just mm-hmm. adore with all my heart. Yeah. Are you a fan of those, Jude? He's, he's, he's nodding. nodding. Uh, yes. <laughs> you can't hear the wind. He is can't nodding. talk with my face anymore. This is annoying. Um, and, and it stars uh, our good friend Killian Murphy, who last appeared last episode. Um, <laughs> it's true. In his second Apocalypse uh, this is his first Apocalypse way back in 2001. Co-stars uh, Naomi Harris, who is probably best known as being Money Penny in the most recent James Bond. The Daniel Craig James Bonds. Yeah. Um, and uh, like just the other day, she her movie came out, which is pretty cool. Can't wait to see it. I know. I'm running out of time to die. Yeah. I have no time to do you it. Got no time to do it, Vito. <laughs> Um, but on this podcast, she's best known for being Tia Dalma from Pirates of the Caribbean 2 and 3. What happened to Witty Jack? Where'd he go? And being a million foot crab person. Spoilers. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we spoiled Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. <laughs> it's a figurative um, crab. <laughs> Uh, Brendan Gleeson, uh, one of our, and one of the best dad actors out there, right? Absolutely. He's in one of my favorite movies, Calvary. Uh, he's in all sorts of stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and also, uh, Christopher Eccleston, Eccleston, Chris Eccleston. He's a dad actor for me for, because he was Dr. Who in the first season of the reboot, which is really big in my life. I'm not a who the in. Doctor Who, I don't know. I don't even know what the correct 
a, I think that's a correct word. I think I think it's correct. I think you're a who that lives down in Whoville. <laughs> that's yeah, who, what I am. Yes. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. But that uh, I don't know. That season meant a lot to me. It's a really good season, actually, yeah. and it's for that reason that I also know him because I yeah. I know that David Tennant was is probably most people's favorite Doctor from the new ones. There was that other guy that was also really famous um, that did it. Matt, Matt Smith. That guy. Yeah, yeah. I hate his face. Um, so many people say that I just, I, it, I, it's like a clay I face. can't wait to see him in Last Night in Soho because I bet he's going to get punched. Yeah, but I also loved Chris Eccleston because I, I, I was in college. Doctor Who is coming back. I was like, why does this matter? And we sat down to watch it, and I was like, I love this man. Yeah. Christopher Eccleston is so lovely. <laughs> it's amazing, especially considering like the role he plays here too. Yeah, um, very hateable. Yeah, it's an interesting sort of because it's around the same time that he does these two things. Did you ever see the Leftovers? No. Yeah. <clears throat> you do speak more. One of the best shows I've ever seen. Until yeah. The third season where it wasn't. They got the ending wrong. I'll have to remember a little bit longer exactly why. <laughs> <laughs> it played with the supernatural in a way where it was real. And then the ending kind of took away all the mystery. Oh, no. And, no. Yeah. I do remember though when that show was, I think maybe coming back for the third season or when it was in the second season, I remember you coming up to me and very sincerely looking me in the eyes and saying, this is the best TV that's ever been made. <laughs> it was up there. It was up there. I mean, the first two seasons and parts of the third, they're on that level that's the best. I mean, there's other things which I think are the best, but they were there. It makes me think of Lost, but like even better at, at its best or yeah. whatever, but the yeah. ending kind of, I don't know. Yeah. You like the ending of Lost though. I love the ending. Yeah, of Lost. I don't really like it. It's the, it's the same uh, author though, <laughs> yeah. right? Isn't it Damon Lindelof? Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. It is. What did you watch Lost or The Leftovers, Jesse? I I've only watched the beginning of Lost and uh, never went back. I've seen all of Lost twice. Holy so, yeah. cow! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> yeah, one time, like that was a big deal for me in high school, and then I wanted to show Liz because just like, oh, this used to be a big deal. We should watch it all. And uh, I didn't. I did not like it nearly as much the second time around. I used to love it though. I am so impressed with your like ability to stick with it because because I, I did that with Mary Claire, too. I think that you were there when we started watching it. Huh. And we went through, and then like you left or whatever. And we kept, you know, we kept going for maybe a week and then just sort of petered out. Yeah. Well, I just I really love the characters in that one. Anyway, I don't want to get. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting well, way out about I, zombies. I, I, I do want to mention, though, in 28 Days Later, is it? there is. I'm sorry. What dude? Is lost about zombies. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Stay lost about zombies? Stay tuned for Not Your Father's TV show. It's coming 2023. <laughs> um, no, I did want to mention, though, and call out the writer of 20 Days Later of uh, Alex Garland, who would later go on mm. to write Ex Machina and mm. Annihilation and be mm. like one of the most forefront uh, sci-fi writers working today. Yeah. Um, also did that that show on Hulu last year, Devs. Mm, um, right he's, he's a very these are all cool amazing things yeah <laughs> and he, he's an amazing writer he's also a very good novelist and he he has worked with danny boyle previously on the beach with uh, leonardo dicaprio he wrote both the novel and the screenplay oh that's right um, yeah that's a weird movie that also doesn't really work although if you say that on twitter you'll probably get criticized for really? Some reason. people really like that and also hate it i don't know why interesting it's a weird mythology but i just yeah. wanted to mention him because alex garland will come up in the future of the show quite a bit yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. Twenty Eight Days Later is is a wild movie um, in general, and it's it's just it, what the reason why we picked it and the reason why we're talking about it first is because it's the first one of kind of this new type of zombie movie. It came out in two thousand one, and it mm. kind of is the start of modern zombie movies. It 
introduces fast zombies that are rage zombies, rage, rage. zombies. Yeah, yeah, and they're actually kind of not even zombies, right? Which yeah. is, I I, re- I remember we had this discussion way back when about you know how technically um, uh, the Will Smith one wasn't about I am zombie. Legend. I am oh, Legend. that's yeah. zombies. And 28 Days Later is. But technically, it's not either. Yeah. But it totally fits, and it totally works, and I don't care. That's the cool thing about the zombie genre, though, is that it is so malleable. And that's yeah. that's why I wanted to preface it by saying, like, there's all these things. They all count. Yeah. Like, if you're just going to be a purist and say, like, my zombies are only infected by a virus from the government. They that, have that died rises and them from the dead. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, well, I don't, I don't know. That's yeah, nice. here would be an, an interesting question would be to think about the different causes of zombies. Like, what are they? I mean, virus from the government. So some sort of biotech that goes wrong. Yep. But what was, I forget what it was in the one with Will Smith. That one, that is also a, that's a plague? cancer treatment gone wrong. There it is. Mm, Yeah. 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 And then I just saw Night of the Living Dead, and that was like either a spaceship or a meteor that came back to Earth and radiated people's brains. Yep. Right. So not yeah. from, I guess, semi from the government or, or just really radiation from space. It's not even a virus. Yeah. Yeah. The, from out there. The alien origin is actually like a really popular way to get zombies started in movies. Yeah. I've noticed the aliens. And that, that's why, like when we are talking about, you know, creatures and everything, not to step on a later segment, but yeah. aliens and zombies are very intertwined. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah um, so. There's always like, we're scared of that, which is other. And as soon as we stop being afraid of the origin of zombies, like in white zombie and, 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 you know, xenophobia and other cultures being like, yeah. oh, it's just because of their hoodoo that this is all happening. Once we stop blaming other humans for it and stop blaming supernatural forces, we're yeah. like, well, yeah. it's aliens. It's aliens. Yeah. It's aliens. Or if you want to do like, you know, res- the Resident Evil track, then it's an evil corporation that accidentally let something out. Yeah. And that seems to be the mo- the two most popular methods in the last fifty years of or zombies. Army of the Dead, where it's just everything. Yeah, well, it's everything. Aliens the and government. the government and technology. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, interestingly, that's the only new zombie quote unquote franchise that I refuse to acknowledge as a zombie <laughs> franchise. That is some horseshit in there. No. <laughs> zombies cannot have kids. That is canonical. That's the only the only thing that holds for for zombies. That, I, like, I think so. Yeah, yeah. The the way that they propagate is by biting, biting. Yeah, yeah. Right. Or blood in the eye, or something yes. like that. The transference of fluids, because again, this is happening that when this begins back in the seventies and eighties, we're having the rise of of uh, hmm. AIDS scares, right? And mm-hmm. so the scariest thing is that someone can get their fluids into you, and now you will change and become other. Yeah. Um. And that was a really big deal. So it is transference of fluids, specifically blood, or it's through violence, um, which, you know, could classically stand uh, in terms of sexual assault. Yeah. Um, I think the genre is deep in that way as well. Yeah. But anyway. Damn, we're getting in. I know. This is great. This, <laughs> is, this, is, this, is, why, this is why I wanted to do this. This is great. Also, it's Halloween. That's also why we're getting in. <laughs> um, and, 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 and there's some more stuff here. Um, but, uh, okay, okay. So so Are just to- be spooky, though? Ooh. Oh, no, let, let's talk about that after we go through the movies a little bit, because okay. yeah, yeah, I really want to talk about that. Um, okay, uh, so so the next movie that we've got on our slate is Shaun of the Dead, which came out in 2004. The spookiest of them. <laughs> um, it's created or directed by our very good friend, Edgar Wright, 
who we'll be talking about again at the end of this month uh, with hey, Last Night in Soho. So excited. So excited. He's 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 like our favorite guy right now in a lot of ways, right? Like, I mean, we've all seen all of his movies. I don't know. Have you seen? You, I've seen many of them. They're all good. Yeah. You've seen like Hot Fuzz. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, you got to go back and see that. Five movies, right? We did the count on the Baby Driver episode. Yeah. I forget the count now. Yeah, it's five. five. Yeah. Or six. Is Last Night in Soho make six? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we love it. Yeah, we do. It's it's not that many, but we still love it. Because of the Sparks Brothers. Oh, yeah. And you've seen that. Yeah, I love that. That's a really good documentary. Get get to it, guys. That is a blast. That will be showing up on our year end list for sure. Ooh, cool. Um, And it stars uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. It's the first of the Flavors Cornetto trilogy, which what what ties these together? Is it basically so it's it's, it's the Cornetto. OK, it's the ice cream. It's oh, that's right. It's the ice cream. Yeah. Huh. That's so, right. so he called it. the. He's also called it the blood and ice cream trilogy because okay. mm. there's blood and ice cream in all of them. And, and what are the movies that are in, that are here? Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz and The World's End. And the World's, World's End. End. And they all have uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost in them. Yep. Um, and they're very, very genre specific. Absolutely. Um, each of them kind of is lamp. I, I said lampooning at one point about this kind of movie. That's not the right word. It, it's it's a loving parody. Yeah. You know, it's like, like drawing together all. It's a comedic drawing together of everything in this genre. You know, like they, they say, like the best satires can function as the thing that they're making fun of. And I think that's kind of what these are doing, but they're not really making fun of it. It's just like, it's it's putting on a bunch of hats. Yeah. Like, like Shaun of the Dead is like, all right, all the zombie hats, we're going to wear them all. And it's funny. And then Hot Fuzz is like, okay, so it's cop, buddy cop action movies and also like horror movies about communities. <laughs> okay. And then The World's End is like, I don't know. It's pretty much just like the thing from another planet. Just pretty much that. <laughs> uh, and pubs. And, and pubs. pubs. Yeah. <laughs> pubs. Pub culture, <laughs> pub culture, and and out of space. Um, yeah, yeah, a lot of love for this movie. From, Absolutely, from me. Um, oh yeah. And the uh, the last in our trilogy here is Train to Busan, which is the most recent. Um, it is uh, from Korea, South Korea. Uh, it was made in twenty nineteen. Sure North. <laughs> i mean they could honestly be undergoing a zombie apocalypse and like who would know <laughs> um uh it was directed by uh yon sang ho am i pronouncing these right i think you did that well okay um if i mispronounce anything I, i'm really sorry it stars uh gong yu gong yu who uh is the father in this movie um, and he shows up in the very popular Squid Game. Squid Game's so good. <laughs> it's, As a salesman. Uh, that is the that yeah. is a way, yes. You you could describe him, yeah. That that's all he is. That's literally that is what he is. It's, no, he's the first game. He's the game master oh. for the first game. He's like, he's like, I don't know, let's play this game. Let's I'll play. give you a lot of money. Yeah. And if you lose, I'll hit you. Yeah. <laughs> Those of us who haven't great. seen this movie but want to, or at least Know nothing about it. What's like the setup? Because I'm really curious. Uh, or, a wait, gambling game or train to be on the train train. Uh, father and daughter are on this train and a zombie outbreak happens while they're on this high speed train mm. and it's happening in the stations as they go. But then there's suspicion that, oh, maybe one of them got on the train. 
huh. and no one is very well equipped to deal with it because no one understands what's happening. It's like, uh, mm. yeah, it's yeah. like, it's like if the first three days of the COVID thing, but people were turning into zombies <laughs> on a train. Yeah. On a train. Well, on the train. Well, the train. Also okay. on the train and off the train. So there's a whole South Korean pandemic going on. So every city that they're hitting on the train is all, so that they when they left, everything was normal. When they get there, everybody's zombies. Yeah. yeah. So then they're trying and to they're figure fast. out. Yeah. And they're trying to figure out where they can go. Um, I love it. And I nobody, love it already. I love and it. nobody I love knows it. anything, and it's kind of claustrophobic. It, it spans a whole country, and they're the moving time. the whole time. I and they're the moving the whole time. The whole time. Oh. Have, have you seen Snowpiercer? No, but okay. I want to. It there's, feels, a, there's a bit of Snowpiercer yeah. in here. It feels like that, but less claustrophobic than Snowpiercer. Yeah, less claustrophobic. I like oh, that. Oh, yes. Both less claustrophobic and less. No, class- just claustrophobic. There's this, yeah, yeah. Emphasis. A little less there's, class emphasis. There's a little class, but it's, a little less like one to one. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, like Snowpiercer uh, operates as like a really large analogy. Yes. <laughs> For a dick. <laughs> no, no, that's the Blue Origin spaceship. <laughs> that's what you're thinking of. That's what you're there's, thinking. there's a lot of class yeah, analogy yeah. there. But yeah, there's also stars besides. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, in sound, there's still a lot of like class analogy too. There's a lot of. Like yeah. the dad happens to be like a, a like a hedge fund broker or something like yeah. that, and he's kind yeah. of like shat on by everybody. Um, and it, maybe maybe he started the virus. Who knows? But it's kind of implied that that, that his company did. And yeah, then like yeah. the eve, the main villain is just like a CFO. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. He's a COO. Oh, COO. Yeah. COO. He yeah. sucks. He's yeah. the worst. He is the worst. I was so happy yeah. when he continued when something on in happened. the movie. <laughs> when something happened. We're trying to be spoiler uh, light in this episode, um, but uh, that's not going to work too well. Just going to say that. We're going to say that. We're going to spoil stuff. So watch these three before you go too much further, if you can. Did you want to say some some more of the people that are in Train to Busan? Yeah, I just wanted to just shout out yeah. uh, uh, Madong Sok. I think it's yes. how to say it um, because he he's a very, very good actor and oh, he's yeah. a very unique shape. He's just really big. He's huge. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, but he's also he shows up in a lot of really cool um, South Korean action films, but more specifically one called uh, The Good, The Bad and The Weird, which I believe Quentin Tarantino presented and it, it made its way over in the States, I think in like 2008, 2009. Um, and that, that one is a really fun one, but he's a very reliable dude. Uh, and I'm glad that as you have noted down here, Mike, he will be showing up in Eternals from yeah. Marvel. Um, I'd love to see this guy do more because he has a lot of charisma, just like with Gong Yu. Like these are two very talented people yeah. that need to break out into larger audiences. Yeah. Um, and as good as squid game is, you know, Gong Yu just has, you know, he's only in one or two episodes. Yeah. Um, it's kind of weird to me. Like, um, because he is he's the main character in this one. Yeah. Like why yeah. why isn't he the main character in Squid Game? I kind of think it's because he is so handsome. Yeah. He's so good looking. Yeah. That you need him to play the character he does in Squid Game and you need the guy uh, what's his name? Uh, Gihun. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> who is not that handsome. <laughs> he's kind of a loser yeah. uh, to really yeah. sell that show. Yeah, yeah that, I mean he, he could have been the cop or yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. The dude in Squid Game, he's got like a purposely like comical face. Yeah. For yeah, most of the time, so it ends up, it ends up like working because they add like a comedy bent for some of it to like mm-hmm. ease the 
ease what's going on. Whereas this guy in Train to Busan, uh, sorry, what's his name? Gong Yu. Gong Yu. He is not funny. He makes everything more intense because he's there. So surprise, we're going to talk about Squid Game. No, <laughs> I mean, who isn't? That's the thing. Who is not? This show is yeah. amazing. It's it's yeah. Also going to show up at the end of the year if I have anything to say about it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I'm kidding. We're still talking about zombies, not <laughs> not fun games where bad things can happen. Um, anything else that you guys want to talk about with these movies at all before we we start opening up to larger questions and oh, stuff? I I did have a quick one. Yeah, just just so that so we all like. We all, all of us like these ones, but if we had to say which our favorite was, mm, mm. Um, Mike, as, as, as it's your birthday, which... <coughs> <I'm so sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> it was really crazy. You, you're like a cat. <laughs> I was just about to choke on a fucking... Just, just whack on my hairball. <laughs> what is that? What is that? It's just a lozenge. It's, it's, a, it's a lozenge. Oh. Nicola. Okay. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm I thought, so sorry, I genuinely guys. thought it was a hairball or water. <laughs> I was a little disgusted for a minute. <laughs> you guys are seeing me at my worst. I'm so sorry. It's, it's okay. okay. Um, Vito, you were going to ask how we would rate the, or rank these movies. Yeah, if you want to rank them, or if you, if you just want to say what your favorite is. Um, just, just so that we, I don't know, like, I'll, like my favorite here is 28 Days Later. I yeah. think that 20 Days Later is is a is pretty much a stone cold classic. I think it's already been hailed as such and it's already over 20 years old. Yeah. It's so influential. I think it's it's also the only film that we're going to talk about. It's one of the few zombie movies that actually scares me still. Hmm. Um that is still horrifying to me in yeah. a real way and isn't just fun. Um I I don't think there's almost anything fun about 21 28 Days Later. It is it is gnarly and brutal and it doesn't let up until the final moments. Why why is that? it still scares you it scares me all right spoiler alert for 28 days later coming now um because when the movie shifts halfway through and it stops being about the zombies being the biggest threat and instead it's your it's your cohorts when i saw this when i was a kid this was the first time i'd ever seen that i'd I'd never seen a zombie movie where the zombies weren't the scariest thing out there it was the people that would take advantage of you because they knew they had power and they knew you had nowhere to go because there's a big bat out there but there's a big bat in here too and that that idea of of like almost virtual enslavement inside of a zombie apocalypse is still a very frightening idea for me because I see how real it is, and I think many people have now too, including Robert Kirkman for The Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. That's the main villains in The Walking Dead <laughs> are the people, um, yeah. and I don't think he could have done that without Twenty Eight Days Later. And just the way too that Danny Boyle chooses to show these images, you know, Danny Boyle is obsessed with experimenting with images. And he shoots it. It looks like shit. It does. But it's beautiful too. Yeah. And sometimes you're distracted by the very poor quality of the film that he's using. I think he's shot it in like video or something. No, he shot it on um, on digital cameras. Like like oh, you nice. can get them at the store, digital cameras in 2001. Mm. Like, like, so like we could, a, a movie that we took on our phone today of my kids, like looks better than this movie looks for right. 98% of it. Yeah. Um, at the very end, he switches to an actual camera. Which is part of why you feel the relief at yeah. the end. Um, you get a clear damn image. Yeah, yeah. But there, there's moments though where he uses this. Many moments where he uses this to his explicit advantage. Um, for instance, showing uh, the many shots of of London at night, um, the haunting images of of Killian Murphy wandering in his hospital gown through desolate London during the day, yeah. and it looks hazy. 
and empty. It looks it looks like the world's ended. Yeah. Um, or or there's a moment where they're driving through these fields and he's got the camera set up quite a ways away. You can just see the car in the distance and you see all these flowers and it looks like an impressionist painting. Um, the images that he manages to capture because he knows how to use his equipment are beautiful. And that sinks me into it. The quality of his artistry and the direness of the stakes sell me on this more than the other two. I still enjoy the other two a lot, but this one feels like a movie. This one feels like this is a film, guys. We can learn from this thing. Yeah. And Shaun of the Dead is like, yeah, this is a really good time. And Train to Busan is like, man, that was fun. You know, um, I just don't. Yeah. For me, that that's where my heart is. What what about you guys? Uh, for me, um, I everything you say about Twenty Eight Days Later is totally true. I, I think it's definitely, um, yeah, like it's it's I, it reshaped what um, what we do with just movie movies in general. I think um, movies about like the apocalypse, movies about zombies. It created The Walking Dead. I mean, The Walking Dead starts basically the same way, and they say they didn't, you know, rip it off, but. I mean, come on. It's a um, literal same. And, and I mean, like, the, the the impact of this movie, they were starting to make this movie before 9-11 happened, but it came out the same year as 9-11. And just, there's so many things in it that resonate, I think, were somewhat impacted by the fact that that happened. And, and um, it's just a, uh, a, a really troubling, troubling tale in so many ways. But also, what's beautiful about Danny Boyle is I think at the end he infuses hope, yeah, which is something that something like The Walking Dead really doesn't, right? Um, <clears throat> at least, at least yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, we're only like three hundred episodes yeah. in. <laughs> yeah, but I think a lot of stuff, or maybe a less uh, incredible, you know, filmmaker and writer um, duo, uh, wouldn't have been able to do with this movie. But still, my favorite when it comes down to like just favorite is Shaun of the Dead. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, I love Shaun of the Dead. It's so funny. Mm -hmm. It's so much fun, but it's also got a lot of heart Yeah, as well. Um, it's a little cheesy, but in a way that knows it's cheesy with that heart, you know? Um, and I think, I think it's also, you know, it, it kicked off kind of a new, uh, new type of movie making in a way. Um, or that sort of genre it didn't kick it off, but it was, it kicked it off for me. Maybe, maybe that's it. I don't know. And I would say. It too ends with hope. Oh yeah, buddies yeah. sitting down buddies. playing a game. Yeah, and he's also <laughs> no with biting. his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and also nobody needs to work um, service jobs anymore. It's great. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder if that's saying something. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> it might be. It might actually be. Jude, do you have a favorite in here or another one that um, is a favorite? I've only seen Shaun of the Dead. It's great. Um, I really want to see the other two now. Yeah. And then you got to. And then I can decide. What, what about like in general? Like what, what's your favorite zombie? Zombie land. Well, no, no. Um, what's the one with Will Smith? I am legend. Yeah. For a while, that was like my favorite movie. It didn't stay that way, but it was like, I watched it and I was like, this is my favorite movie. Mm -hmm. So I remember really liking that one. That's a really good one. Um, That's a stay tuned for sure. Oh, yeah. I don't remember why at the moment, but I'll try to remember. Oh, it's beautiful. I don't know if I ever asked myself why it was my favorite. It was just like, I love this movie. It was instinctual. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> 
Do you have it? Do you have a new one now, or is that still like um, what you say the top is? I don't know. I, I haven't thought about this question. Yeah, it's okay. That's <laughs> so, okay. I don't know. <laughs> what about you, Jesse? Uh, yeah, I gotta say, Shaun of the Dead. I, yeah. I love Shaun of the Dead. I've got lots of nostalgia for that one. Grew up with Shaun. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. I think it showed me that that comedy can really exist in these brutal places. I guess I hadn't really known that before. Like, of course, there's like raunchy comedies or whatever. There's even horror comedies. But this is like truly funny and truly witty. It's not just like gross fart jokes, even though there are fart jokes in there. And they're great. (laughs) No, Uh, Sean. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. But this is like a very well-crafted, really tight, you know, it's Edgar Wright. And he just like every scene, every, every camera movement is like intentional. And you can feel that in the way this movie is presented to you um, when you're watching it. So yeah, I I just love every single scene of this movie and the, and the ride it takes you on and just how funny it is. And then how like oddly emotional it is, like with his dad and then with his mom. Like <laughs> it's <laughs> I've lost my dad. Yes, that happened a while ago. No, no, I just got my dad and I then just... I lost him again. <laughs> that was I completely forgot about that like that little story and it was it was so much fun to go through it again because like oh, oh my yeah. gosh, like this is huge, like this is a huge moment and then Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, and he's just dead. <laughs> and then with what the the dick guy I can't remember what his name is Duff or whatever it's uh, like pointing the ac- the actor's Dylan Moran I don't remember his character he he has a he has a very specific name in the movie but uh, no what, they they all call him they call him one word yeah but the, yeah but what right, does that there's mean there's a couple <laughs> <laughs> Dab, Dab, it's David it's David oh, that's right. they call him Dav oh Dav yeah. yeah okay that's what it is okay sorry. Yeah, when Daff is like pointing the gun at the mom, and then like Sean comes up and is like, "Don't put the point the gun at my mom." And then Dad comes up, and is like, "Don't point that gun at Barbara." <laughs> <laughs> I love that. that. That was one of the hardest I laughed in, in the movie. It's just like every time Nick Frost dialed it up really, really high was the funniest part for me. Every yeah. time he did it. Oh, he's so great. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I I love Shaun of the Dead as a comedy, and then I think it also works as a zombie movie. Like I I'm tense at times. Um, of course, I know what's going to happen, but you know, I really do feel like everybody could die in that movie, and it could have ended as a downer, but it didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really cool. And then, dude, I just watched Train to Busan. It is so good. I hadn't seen it before, but I've man, that ride is incredible. It um, really is. Yeah, I don't think my heart didn't stop pounding for for most of the movie. Oh, wow. um, yeah, I it felt, goes so fast. I haven't felt something like that in a long time. And also, like you want to talk about something that has heart, that has a ton of heart. I mean, it's yeah, just yeah, uh, it's, it's so simple. It's just a father and a daughter. Yeah, it's a like that simple story of wanting to keep your child safe when the whole world around you is falling apart. Like, what do you, what do you do? What does it take? It, yeah, I love it, um, and I love how claustrophobic it is. And yeah, dude, I and I love what everything you guys said about Twenty Eight Days Later, but for whatever reason, I just have never really responded to it that strongly. When did uh, you see it for the first time? Oh, like high school or college? Had you seen other zombie things first? Yeah, I think that's part of it. I, I think so because I also 
the first zombie thing I ever saw was Scooby Doo on Zombie Island. Yeah, which is was so scary. Yeah, like actually, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> holy shit! I yeah. forgot this is <laughs> that was messed up. That was crazy. It was. I forgot about because I was movie, like man. six. <laughs> and my parents are like, oh, it's Scooby Doo. It's fine. Except this is the one where it's like, oh no, it's real. No, there's f- zombies. Yeah, and they're gonna die, and it's because of a voodoo curse. And I was like, wait, all this? What? That's interesting. Because you said earlier that they switched <laughs> to zombie movies when they no longer would use like the supernatural. Mm-hmm. Like, because in a way, zombies are a lot like vampires. Yeah. They they infect you by biting you, but vampires like take your life. The zombie turns you into a zombie or eats you, mm-hmm. which is another interesting question. Like, why do zombies like the taste of human flesh? It mm-hmm. doesn't really make sense. They should eat other meats as well. I think they. I think in sometimes later they, canon, do. they do. It varies. Yeah. There's yeah. no rules, but blood. But they're not supernatural generally, right? They're generally like some technology yeah. gone wrong. Usually, often a medicine or a bioweapon, right? And but the, but and this one was a voodoo curse. It was a voodoo yeah. curse, and it was like a kids movie. And it was like, no, this isn't a kids movie. This is to freak you the f- out. And you're just like, whoa, because <laughs> it's a, it's a curse because of ghosts. Remember this? Because it was like it was it was a doomed like captain that went down, and he was I think he was in love with this witch, oh, and then yeah. the ghost came back and was like was eternal and was uh, like living in one of the people. I, yeah. I don't I don't think I made it all the way through it. I think I was. They scared. did have one of the dudes turn into a girl too, which was kind I of so. funny, yeah. but also really strange. It was it was it was yeah. that was that was not a child appropriate movie. No, and it, I remember being so scared, and that being like one of my very first real tastes of horror. And I watched yeah. it a bunch of times. <laughs> I was like trying to figure it out. But that was right about when the ads for Twenty Eight Days Later started coming out, and just uh-huh. that indelible image of the eyes over the biohazard sign. Yeah. You know, in like this weird inverted yeah. symbol. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it, it's so arresting seeing these blood red eyes looking at you. Yeah. And you, it says danger. And I remember seeing that. Oh, I don't know. In bits and pieces. It was like the most extreme movie I knew about for forever. Yeah. And when I finally saw it, it, it just wreaked its havoc on me. I, I was just asking just because I think. Do you remember the scene when they finally figure out the zombies are real and like Fred tries to pull the mask off the zombie? <laughs> yeah. And oh the man won't pull off, so he pulls off the whole head? I do. Oh, that. <laughs> I haven't thought of this movie in, in a decade. <laughs> like, oh, it's crazy. <laughs> That movie freaked me. I had nightmares. I did too. Yeah. I was scared of zombies. Zombies were the scariest thing in the world to me for a long time. And, yeah. and so I watched a lot of zombie movies. And now I'm not. But it's because I've seen more zombie movies than I've seen other horror movies. That's amazing. <laughs> Just to like inoculate myself. Yeah. So um, so for for me, after I um, after I was freaked out of all horror after watching uh, Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island or yeah. Skull Island or whatever it was called. Zombie Island, yeah. Um, the first uh, horror movie I saw after that was Shaun of the Dead. Actually, oh. hmm. um, and I, I had like avoided all horror movies um, until I was like 16 or something um, because I was just so freaked out uh, by these movies. And I was like, the zombies sound terrifying, but I was always kind of like interested in it. Walking Dead was the sort of around. knowledge. Mm. I was probably like 15 or 16 when I when I saw it. I was actually like. So the reason why I chose these movies um, is is in. Each one of these is kind of like it's been important to me and and just this genre as a whole is important to me. But Shaun of the Dead was sort of the entryway 
um, because so I, I think we must have watched it at like a Halloween party or something when I was in high school. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is the funniest movie I've ever seen <laughs> at the time. Um, and it was hilarious. I was like, wait, maybe maybe zombies can be fun. Maybe horror can be fun. Um, and uh, it sort of opened up this whole world. And I was trying to figure out like when it was actually that we saw it. I could have sworn it was with my sister. Oh, wow. But I texted her. No, I, I talked to her on the phone and she was like, I would never watch something like that. <laughs> so I think that I saw it with her, but she just doesn't want to. She doesn't want to admit it. I don't remember. Call her out, man. She with. doesn't listen to this anyway, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. Exactly. Wait, for which um, one? Shaun of the Dead? Yeah, Shaun of the Dead. So this was the first one that okay. I saw. And, and with this whole genre, I, I've been thinking, I guess, about um, about what to do for this since we did your birthday episode, Jesse, like what to do, what I wanted to do for my birthday episode. Seeing like, what is a dad movie or what genre is a dad genre for me that wasn't something that was given to me by somebody? And I know I watched this with my friends. Um, and I know it was in high school at some time, but I don't remember when exactly it was, but it kind of kicked off this whole love of the zombie genre that I didn't share with anyone in my family. Like my mom hates them. My sister hates them. Now, at least I'm pretty sure she saw it with me and loved it. I just like sought it out. I got like passionately addicted to The Walking Dead for years. I have seen more episodes than than many people, although I'm not up to date. Can't wait to do that. Um, and then I came across 28 Days Later, which just blew my mind. Um, and and that was. I mean, it was a crazy experience because the movie is a crazy movie. Um, it starts off kind of like a normal zombie movie, and then it it goes dark. And it starts off dark. It goes just just way down to hell. And it's it's just an incredible exploration of of that sort of using this genre to to I don't know put you into uh I I don't know. Could you say it shows the truth of what zombie movies are really about? Well, I I think or what are not I yeah, I don't know. I'll ask that as a question. Yeah, I don't know the answer. I don't know if it shows you what it's really about. I know what part of they were they were trying to do was to to make it feel like um like you were in uh like a coup d'etat in a third world country when um when the government's overthrown and uh, this is what happens um, when that happens, but except there's zombies as well. Um, and it's horrifying, but at the same time, at the end of all of this horror and this brutality, there is hope, um, which is just, it was a wild ride. It was terrifying, um, but also really uh victorious i guess you want to know what's something really funny that's like a side note what is that if you had taken out the reference to a specific movie you just described the plot of the suicide squad <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like the uh, whole thing <laughs> that's just yeah, the movie yeah i guess yeah um and i was that was like in college and that that changed sort of the tra trajectory of of like what i was watching and what i thought movies could do um and it, it got me sort of at the right time so like Shaun of the dead i was a kid I was hanging out with my friends in this movie about friends, but we're all getting older and, and I was going off and I was going to boarding school at the time. And so we were sort of 
breaking up. And that's what that movie's about is about friendship and how to keep your friends. And then 28 days later is about this, this single guy sort of finding uh, love in a, a totally ruined society. And that's what I was looking for in college. And Train to Busan is about a father and his daughter, and he's trying to get his daughter to his, his daughter's mother and fighting against all odds to get there. I saw that, you know, it just came out in 2019. I've been a father since 2016. I just saw it last year. It's like each of these have, have hit me at a time. I've come to them at the perfect moment in my life where it resonates really, really fully, I guess. Um, and, and even Scooby-Doo, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> even Scooby-Doo. The, the, the dark horse from all of our childhoods. Yeah. <laughs> skeleton that we kept in the closet. Yeah. He, wow. no, Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island is truly like the Ed. You know, <laughs> he's out in the garden shed, except that we don't want to hang out with him. Yeah. Maybe that's the truest zombie movie. Maybe. Maybe. It bit us early. <laughs> that's the one that gave it to us. Yeah. That's a really good breakdown, though. I really I really like that. Yeah. That tour yeah, yeah. it's like, it's no, like it's a very amazing. personal it's amazing and so this genre as a whole it's it's something i guess that for me like like most of the other genres out there like war or uh or gangsters or cowboys these are all things that are kind of handed down from fathers or father figures this is something i found on my own and i think a lot of people maybe in in our generation did yeah i mean i yeah. know hmm. it's it's more uh I don't know, culturally approved than it was, you know, from the sixties and the seventies and the eighties um, now for people to, to have them. But I, it's kind of maybe the combination of apocalypse with the, you know, the undead. I don't know. I don't know, but that's why I wanted to do these ones is because that that's sort of the meaning they, they held for me. It's, um, I, I thought it was really funny when you said you were going to do zombie movies because like, you're not like a superhero or like super like trashy movie kind of person. And that's immediately what I think of zombie movies. I'm like, oh, it's going to be kind of a trashy movie. <laughs> yeah. Kind of a fun time, right? Yeah, that's I, like I, legacy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't associate that with Mike at all. That's funny. I love trashy <laughs> zombie movies as well. But I mean, no, it's it's true. Like, I, I, know, I know you're down for a good time, but I also know that if given the choice between a fun zombie time movie or something that's three hours long and unknown and in a different language, you will have a hard time picking. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Can I watch two of the fun zombie movies in the time it would take me to watch the unknown? Absolutely. Different language. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'll go with the two zombie movies. Okay. Probably most nights. <laughs> it just depends on if brother Dave is there. Yeah, <laughs> we got to keep him away. But like, I could fall asleep to these movies. Yeah. You know, well, not 28 days later. That's terrifying. And Train to Busan just like gets your heart going. Yeah. But but it's like cozy chair time for these. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't know. Do you guys feel that also? With not yeah. zombie movies specifically, but horror movies. Yeah. 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 I feel that. I definitely feel that with zombie movies. I like, hmm. like I can either be really into them or they could just be background noise. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't even have an in-between. It's either one or the other. I recently found that Peacock, which we have so that my wife uh, can watch The Office. Um, well, I can watch it, too. I'm not going to just put that all on her. Um, but it has the, besides for HBO Max, has the best horror library. Really? It's insane right now. It huh. has almost every major franchise. 
and wow. many, many entries. Like, even if you want to like watch like Leprechaun is on there. You want to watch Tales from the Hood? I was looking through it. I was like, holy shit, these are so hard to find anywhere else. But Peacock got all of them and they're all there. And so I've been having a really fun time like scrolling through them. And yes, I do own all the Nightmare on Elm Streets on DVD. I've been trying to watch all those. Um, it's Horror is great. Horror makes me happy. And whenever there's a good zombie movie, I do love it. Actually, my, my biggest issue with the genre is now that I've done the major ones, the biggest ones, and as you start getting into the, the smaller ones, is that the 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 smaller the movie there's a there's a a, a reverse trajectory of how gross it is <laughs> so those yeah. smaller zombie movies yeah. are like that, that's pretty gross yeah and, and that tends to be the case with all horror it can not no i mean with yeah not always sometimes a smaller one can be artsy but sometimes it can just be more pornographic yeah. violence because they don't have anything else to give because there's that's no true. talent. That's true. And I'm not even necessarily saying the violence is actually more. I, I'm saying that it's it's goopier. Is that the the zombies get nastier. Huh. Mm. And the 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 level of decay starts to rise. Like I just watched Day of the Dead, which is like kind of a slightly lesser known, but still a classic. And when it when it starts, it says Day of the Dead and it's focused on the guy standing in front of the frame, a zombie. He is missing half of his lower jaw and then most of his neck and you watch as his tongue slides from the part of his mouth down out of his mouth down his neck and falls <laughs> off of him that's awesome. I was like, oh that's pretty gross <laughs> you don't see that every day <laughs> wasn't that made in the 80s yeah 1985 how did they do that 1985 it's they they could do it there's there's moments where like a zombie would like roll over and then all of its guts would just fall out <laughs> on the ground and I was like, whoa <laughs> oh that's nasty. awesome yeah but anyway uh no i love i love zombie i love horror i love i love all this it, yeah. and we could talk more about this in the future yeah i really want to but um uh, Jesse, did you have any Jesse or Jude either one of you did you have any unexplored nostalgia that you wanted to throw in Anything else you want to mention? Any other movie or, or yeah. experience or memory? Oh, I don't think so. I mean, like, I do have nostalgia for I Am Legend as well. I'll, I'll throw that out there. I remember seeing that and then, like, running through the streets and me and my friends being really stupid and acting like those stupid zombies. Oh, that was, <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> uh, what a terrible time. Uh, <laughs> not even a man just a creature uh, yeah not even close oh so stupid um, yeah I don't know like zombies have always been in my life like zombies are always around like remember plants versus zombies oh yeah <laughs> yeah used to play that in college huh. I got really into a uh, an app game called rebuild it's where like <laughs> I kind of remember that <laughs> Yeah, it's like it, it is crazy. You can win the game so many ways, and one of the, but you can also lose in so many ways. And one of the ways to lose, like your entire population, like thinks that they're, uh, it's their religion to like want to become zombies. <laughs> wow, <laughs> it gets really dark and really crazy. Uh, but yeah, zombies have always been a part of my life, and have always, yeah, I, I have crazy memories in every facet of pop culture with zombies. Nazi zombies in uh, Nazi zombies in, in Call God. of Duty. Uh, yeah. Many late nights. Oh yeah, Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein. Castle Wolfenstein. Lots oh, of Nazi Wolfenstein. zombies in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I used to play a lot of uh, Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead Two. No, but Le Left 4 Dead, Left 4 Dead Two. Like there was just that that between 2008 and 2015, 
zombies was everything. Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, so I, I guess, uh, Jude, did you have any? I did just remember, or remember, I think when I saw Shaun of the Dead, I think it might have been in seventh grade. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Whoa. And I had never gone to school before. And it was early on in the year. And it was like one of my first sleepovers with a friend at his house. And I watched it with him and his dad. And so it was like, I don't know, an important becoming buddies with someone. I just remember being very touched by because like I didn't know the kid very well. Yeah. I just remember being very touched by that. And that that was the movie when that happened is interesting. That's <laughs> did, cool. Did, did you, you enjoy it? Yeah. yeah, no, I really, it was hilarious. It was a great movie. <laughs> so even at seventh grade, it's, it can still be liked. It's hilarious. Like, it's a funny movie. It's not, oh, I don't know if I would have gotten half the jokes. <laughs> I probably didn't. I should rewatch it. It's probably even better. I did. I probably I saw it, it yeah. again. Cause, but I don't, I don't remember. That was one of the ones at college that was always just like on somewhere. Yeah. Like <laughs> someone was watching Shaun of the Dead or someone was watching Hot Fuzz. Yeah. 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 I think I actually saw that when I was like, Oh, like oh, yeah, a, a sixteen, it, yeah. and it was my sister that showed me it. Yeah, it's like this movie is awesome. You should watch it. And we sat down That's and watched awesome. it. Shot the dead. <laughs> it was great. Well, maybe it was another movie. It was a long time ago. And then I remember puking right after it was over because I got stomach flu. But so yeah, <laughs> nice, nice. Huh. Like puking like a rage monster. Blood. Makes sense though why everyone's faces was covered with blood once that happened. You're like, oh right, okay, that's how you got infected. Yeah, Mike. So you you have a nostalgic reason for liking these. Yeah, but why do you like these? Why do I like these? Why do you like zombies? Because zombies are gross. Oh yeah, they're they're nasty. They're brutal. The movies are very violent and usually reprehensible, and yeah. grindhousey, and basically <laughs> the definition of can't show to parents. Yeah. <laughs> why do you like these? Yeah. What, what about the zombie is appealing? I know. I, I've been I've been thinking about that for for twenty years. Um, I don't know. Um, I think that the so I think there's two aspects to it. It's always an apocalypse, right? And apocalypse movies are appealing because it's about survival and about yeah. like one man against the world. It's a very um, dad thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a very yeah. dad thing. It's an American thing. I don't know. Yeah. Like they're all they're all about like you have a family or a, a group, a, a, an actual family or a group of people who have become a family who are trying to fend off the world. And you have to build these relationships and forge them. And they're, they're about community. Yeah. And, um, and at least a lady. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's one half of it. And I think that that sort of core story, which you have with any apocalypse movie is, is a part of that reason. But the zombie itself is like, there's something really, um, fascinating there is something fascinating about zombies right like the idea of a human being coming back from the dead is fantastic right like how great would it be if all the people that we knew came back from the dead right like actually like not as zombies as, as like people like they all the people that we loved not knew maybe yeah that's like better. rose from the dead <laughs> I mean, that's something we all hope is gonna happen we're all gonna see see each other again in in the end but to have this twist where it's like, no, they're not the people that you know. They just look like them. And what they really want to do is rip your throat out. That's terrifying. Right? Yeah. yeah. Is that is that line from Pet Cemetery? right? They came back wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a spooky book. Yeah. 
like an actually scary book. Yeah. <laughs> the ground is sour. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gross. Yeah, I, I think I, that's a part of it. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I, yeah, I was going to rhyme with that. I, I think that's a huge part of it is uh, like the the people you know and love like becoming something else and then and then even like yourself. Like one of the things that's always scared me mm. since like being a little kid is like turning like me turning into something else. Like even growing up to be an adult, that was always kind of like a, a weird thing for me. I remember I used to get like really depressed because I'm like, what all? What about all the things that I like right now? Does that mean I won't like them when I'm an adult? Because adults don't like these childish things. Um, yeah, that used to that used to kind of terrify me. And I, zombies carry that same sort of scary mentality where they, whether whether or not you want to, you will turn into them. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you you just you can't stop it. It's inevitable. You get bitten, and you know it's going to happen. And hmm. whenever I see that, I, I always get chills a little bit like that. That always scares me. Wow. Wow. That's cool. There's also something about like it's there's an othering too about it. Like you're you're like you go about your daily life and you kind of treat all the people in the world around you like zombies. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yes, like, isn't do. that true? I mean, yeah. like, you're nice to them. They're not going to bite you. But, like, you kind of, like, I don't know about, like, I'm kind of like, well, you know, I got to be careful. Like, I got to make sure that, that I'm, I'm... I, I'm always at least 30 to, to 30 to 35% convinced that someone that I don't know will probably want to hurt me. Yeah. Like, uh, it's always like a slight bordering yeah. on, on, on minor suspicion. Like, I, I sit with my yeah. back to the wall, not the window. Yeah, you know. Yeah, not the door. And and like, well, I'm not gonna be one of those weird people that needs like combat ready. But <laughs> but like, I, I, went, I went to the park with my daughter earlier, and yeah, definitely, there's there's definitely some definitely some COVID fear about it too, because you know when it started, that did yeah. change things for everybody. Yeah. We just didn't know like how bad this was going to be, and it's turned out to be fairly bad. Um, but you still don't know. And plus, I I, I hated getting sick before that happened. And so I hated coming in contact with strangers anyway. One of the worst experiences I had in one of the best days of my life was when I, I, I spent a day with my wife and my brother-in-law in New York City. And the worst time I had there was having to ride the subway. It was awful. There were so many people touching me all at one time. And I, I was sitting there, I was like, I'm getting sick. I'm getting sick. I can feel <laughs> it happening. I know it's occurring. This lady's like, I, I, my nose is like in her ear because of how close we are. And I and I, I did get sick. I don't know if like I made myself sick or I truly did, but I could almost feel the germs going into me. Dude, and yeah, so I'm I'm afraid yeah. of infection. That's interesting, your take because, and on the, we treat those who we don't know who we encounter when we go around the world as if they were zombies. I think you see this sort of being shown in Shaun of the Dead, insofar as. You can replace a bunch of people's jobs with actual zombies and nothing changes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at least that's one way to look at the world. Yeah. Let's say. Yeah. Um, I think I too treated and looked at many of the people, not like my close friends, but like, you know, you go to McDonald's or the grocery yeah. store. Do you notice the people, anyone there? But I've never, I'm, I've never been a like a neurotic person. So I've never had much fear. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> well, but 
you know, you're I so you're it's... so not neurotic about getting infected. Go lick a lamp pole. Right? <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> hey, don't tell him that he might. <laughs> but I think this in part led to. Well, I would ignore things that were actually dangerous. Is like the other problem with that. There, well, there's extremes to everything, but just not seeing other people, like not looking at them as if they're an actual person. Like when you're with your friends, you like say hello and smile and acknowledge their presence as a person. But to say we treat the world as if everyone in it, in it is a zombie is not maybe the way to look at it, but also uh, it's not good. Then the question would be, yeah. what is the truth about the way that the world is? Like Jesse was talking about this fearing I'm going to grow up and be a boring ass adult. In other words, I fear growing up and becoming a zombie like yeah. all the other adults I see are. And so in a sense, it's not cool to treat the world like everyone is a zombie. But in another sense, everyone in the world or many of them actually are zombies, quote unquote. And so this is super fascinating. Slaves to the yeah. power, man. Well, isn't that like, yeah. the, isn't that the, <laughs> yeah. like the fear that Jesse's sort of talking about too, is like the idea, like if you get bit, you become a zombie and maybe like it's playing into that fear that you're a zombie all along. I like, like, I guess, I guess it's like, we treat them like, like drones more than zombies, Yeah, but, yeah. but that's what like the Shaun of the Dead zombie is, you know? Yeah. I mean, now, I guess I'd never even considered that it's that particular thing that I that I'm scared of changing into. Uh, but I I always just fear change. Period. Yeah. Hmm. Like if if you change, then then the, then always yeah, that's fear. Okay. Uh, also, not but, not a fan of change over here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't. I don't like doing it. It's always stop it. Take it back. Yeah. <laughs> Make everything always be the same way forever. <laughs> If but we could like, all just stay our current ages and just keep watching new movies, but we don't age and our families stay the same, that would be cool. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> but this this fear that you're you're describing with with like becoming a zombie, a a mindless drone, yeah, that as an adult, I now have that fear. That's interesting. It, it actually like like I'm gonna be stupid, pretentious, but it's my birthday. Like, um, have you guys read that David Foster Wallace uh, uh, little um, his this is water yeah yeah it's the um, the graduation the speech he gave speech. at a graduation yeah. it's a wonderful oh that yeah I remember it's, that. yeah it's yeah. it's a wonderful little speech but like it's all about that and it's all about like yeah. struggling against that because I, I think that it's really easy to just like go through your life and or just like we we kind of can't realize the humanity of anybody else to a certain degree. And life is, you know, sort of this process of, of, of like recognizing that other people are also like being crazy in their heads the way we are all day long um, and humans and whatever. And it's this process that like maybe when we get there is when we die. I don't know. Um, but uh, it's kind of like that with zombie. And like so with these three, we've got like these these three very different sorts well, not totally different sorts, but we got like the drone zombies in Shaun of the Dead, and we've got like the rage monsters in 28 Days Later in Train to Busan. And that's like, it's a, like sometimes you walk around and you're just like, oh man, everyone's a, a, a zombie just doing everything all day the same way. That's kind of Shaun, like looking at the world, he thinks that, but he's also acting that way. Like they've got mm, that yeah, shot, with the, that, that uh, shot when he like walks out in the morning, he's like, ah, yeah, he yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's so good. Um, my favorite part from that is that he goes in and puts the money down, yeah. right? And he doesn't have enough. He says he owes some. Yeah. And when they decide to make their getaway and get in the car, 
the shop owner is coming out and his hand is out. Yeah. <laughs> he's like walking yeah. towards the car with his hand out, like like you owe me more money, <laughs> but he's a zombie. <laughs> yeah. But there's also the fear that you're actually the rage monster. I feel like I don't know. As you I'm become sure the rage adult. monster, I'm the rage monster. <laughs> it's that like you're just trying to tear other people apart. Yeah. You're afraid that other people are just that as well. And in certain times in yeah. your life as a, as a parent or someone, you, you sort of look at the world that way and you're trying to protect your family against it. I don't know. Before we move on, I just, based on the Quiet Place Part 1 episode, yeah. where you guys, actually, it's not Quiet Place Part 1. It's A Quiet Place. And the second one is A Quiet Place Part 2. It's not <laughs> retroactively called Part 1. It's just A Quiet Place. That's number one. But number two. Are you sure? Yes. Just I feel like, like we just like talk about this movie. Just like it it's was not the, the Godfather of the Quiet Part Place one. movies. Though, I know, right? but it's not. It doesn't have the subtitle. It's not the title of the movie. I feel like it's like, not the Godfather Part One. It's the Godfather, and then the Godfather Part Two. So it's the first of the Quiet Place movies is the Quiet Place. It's a Quiet Place, which is the first. That's the first one. Yeah. So a Quiet right. Place first. We we call it a Quiet Place. At least in, I know. In, I know in the title, and then but later in the movie, and the it, second one is yeah. called a Quiet Place. Part two, two or part two? Yeah. Is part two. Part two. So the first one is part one. It's not. Well, then why it's, it's you not can, the if official there's a title, hole, then there's It's parts. not the official title. Because they didn't think that it was going to do that well, so they weren't planning to make a part two. I am they didn't call purposely being annoying. But I know. You you're doing a great job. <laughs> <laughs> That's really great. Second That's thing. Really great. I, I done did that see too. brief <laughs> interviews <laughs> with Hideous Men. Oh. And it's terrible. And don't watch it. John Krasinski says, hey, what if I adapted this this series of essays and, you know, some fiction, some non, and and I just shot a bunch of actual interviews with hideous men? And then what if they said these lines in this book? And what if I, like, kind of made the movie that? It's very bad. <laughs> it's it's oh. almost unwatchable. I remember watching it and I was like, oh, yeah. No, it's up its own ass. Yeah. We need to call the doctor because it's missing its head. I think it's in its finger. Um, but I just wanted to mention those two things. Uh, you, he was trying real hard to break out of Jim, and I think he has. No, <laughs> but he has forged another identity parallel. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like it's, it's got to like, have the beard, but it's it's like you know Woody Harrelson is Woody Harrelson, but yeah. he's also Woody from Cheers. <laughs> you know, will he ever not be Woody? No, he won't. But he's also Woody Harrelson. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what's happening. Anyway, yeah, I just wanted to do those two things while I remembered before we moved on to something else. We're, uh, um, we're we're talking about so, zombies. We're talking well, about. Well, what about the the monster? I, hmm. Mm. Can we say what about the monster? Like it feels like, um, and maybe this is just a, a maybe it's just a fad, and we're we're kind of like leaving it. It kind of feels like we're leaving the 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 zombie fad. Although we've got you know we've got Train to Busan that just came out a couple of years ago. I think I think the the and supplies Army of the is, Dead and the whole series built off of that. It's not soon. zombies. <laughs> not, not zombies, Jesse. Remember, they have babies. They have babies. But maybe they, they won't zombies. in some of them. I don't know. Well, the next one is going to be about the army of thieves. No, no dead in sight. <laughs> Just thieves. Well, no undead. What is this series? That's right. I imagine I some know. people will die. But the thing is, is that the uh, uh, the supply has has I think matched the demand. Yeah. And so, if you want zombies, you can look anywhere and you'll find it. That's true. Um, and it'll be any kind of zombie that you want. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no more that like having to wait around. Like Zombieland was the first funny zombie movie in since Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. And it took years for that to come out. And then that was all that we had. <laughs> it was just that yeah. and Shaun of the Dead. And that was well, all and The Walking Dead has dogs. been going on and has been the most popular. Like... But I mean, I mean, in, in that particular thing. Oh, gotcha. But yeah, now yeah, there's yeah, a bunch so... of zombie comedies. Now there's yeah. a bunch of serious zombie things. 
Yeah, Warm Bodies. Bodies was in there. Yeah. Style is nice. I like that. The Zon rom-com. Yeah. Um, so maybe maybe what you're saying, it is passing, but I think we're, we're at a plateau. And yeah. So it'll yeah. just come when someone has a good story idea or something like that. Yeah. Or a franchise that's well, making, or who knows. Yeah. Well, I, I guess I'm wondering, though, like... It's not necessarily a big deal to make a zombie movie. Yeah. But what but are you wondering? Sorry. Is there like a stain power to them um, that maybe other monsters haven't had? You know, like we haven't seen Frankenstein in a long time. Yeah. Right. We haven't seen, uh, I don't know. I think, I think that we, we are not interested in curses anymore as, as a culture. I don't think that, that curses, um, dark occult magic, you know, that, that kind of like otherworldly thing is, is fun anymore. I what about like has... all the possession movies? Like, there's, there's a lot there's of possession. possession. Movies, that's right? not magic. Okay. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That that's demons. Yeah. And demons is different than curses. Okay. Yeah. Do you guys remember? Um, that was like a demon movie that was super. They made like seven of them, but they filmed it. Ah, I'm forgetting. Paranormal that. Activity. Yeah. Yeah. That was. Yeah. Cool demon movie. But like, if, if <laughs> I don't you, like demon. But movies. if you think yeah. about what I, when I, I say mean, like curses, like werewolves, that's a curse. Mummies, yeah. that's a curse. Oh, I see. Vampires, yes. that's yeah. a curse. Yeah. Like these are things that have their their eldritch beginnings that are come from the devil or they come from some magician, right? Frankenstein is like man's creation. That's kind of been subsumed into zombies. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. and aliens run concurrently with zombies, as we're talking about, because they're both other. They both don't like us. They both want to kill us. And it just matters like whether it's scaly and a creature or if it's goopy and a dead human. Well, there's and, in, it's and also intelligence and instinct. It can be, yeah. And all those there's, things have also plateaued. They plateaued many years ago to the point where it, it takes like a real gem in order to shine. Although there so, was recently a really, uh, sorry, um, yeah, there, a good Frankenstein. No, a good Dracula. Really, Dracula. The un- dude untold? who did the Sherlock series has like a three part. Oh. On the BBC thing? Yeah. Yeah. I did hear about oh, that. I heard yeah. that was supposed to be good. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I've heard it's good. Yeah, but vampires but that's the are exception. Still, vampires yeah, yeah, are yeah. exceptional. They've stuck around. Yeah, it, in 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 like little like a sine wave kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they go down. Buffy, and then we've got Twilight, and now we're gonna have something. Well, we had the Vampire Diaries that was a huge deal. Oh, we yeah. had True Blood that was a huge yeah. deal. Yeah. But like it has to exist in it seems like TV. TV is where vampires go. Mm. I mean, the Twilight series was huge, and that was on TV and in books. Yeah, but it was almost 15 years ago. Was it really? The books were. Oh, yeah. The books were, and then the movies ended like seven years ago, eight years ago. Yeah. (laughs) You're so old, guys. But I'm just, like, we're just, if we're tracking things, zombies have steadily stayed here, and other things have blipped and blipped (coughs) and blipped. But as long as zombies have been around, they've always risen. Um, Yeah, but remember that there used to be the, what is it, the Universal Monsterverse? Monster Universe, like a long time ago, it had Dracula and and the Wolfman and Frankenstein, yeah. and they would all show up in their movies together. Like I used to watch a lot of those like monster movies when I was growing up. Like they were a part of my life, and then and suddenly they weren't because they weren't really in a lot of movies. You didn't really see a lot of movies about mummies all of a sudden. Um, they fell away unless I, I, Brendan Fraser think, was in it. I think we like I think Why, we like though? lost touch though. I think we lost touch with the things that scared us. Like hmm. we, I think that zombies are scary because they're immediate. They're about infection. 
we're all very aware of infection and have been for, I mean, there've been plagues that have been going around that aren't COVID that people are scared of that have been happening for a while. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, I think diseases are really scary in, in a civilized world where maybe we don't have space for religion or yeah. magic. Yeah. And where that stuff isn't as interesting to us. It's and like think, science. That's what's scary. And there's something right. like psychological about zombies, a psychological aspect to the zombie that maybe, I don't know, does Frankenstein have that? Now he seems campy. Like I say, yeah. Frankenstein, I'm like, eh, I can't. When, when would that have, like, I can't even imagine when that would have been scary. Like that was never frightening to me, even as a kid. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah so this scared. is why 28 Days Later was scarier and why, or I, okay, here's a hypothesis as to why 28 Days Later was actually scary and Scooby-Doo was really freaky. 28 Days Later was actually scary because this showed, and both of them are showing one sort of truth about reality that the zombie movie is latching onto, and this is why people like it. The 28 Days Later shows that, like, one of the real dangers is the evil within you, mm. and that the zombie movies are a kind of an image of this, but a really weird one because the zombie is dumb. <laughs> the zombie is dead. The zombie is kind of actually a super boring monster. Mm -hmm. hmm. Like they don't have much intelligence. They're drones. And so it's not usually that scary. Actually, it's more just a kind of a sad monster. <laughs> and then pitiable. Yeah. But we like the movies in a way because it shows a kind of escape from that through an apocalypse where say the technological field gets leveled and then you form community with your friends. And so this is something that people are attracted to. It's not the zombies as monsters. It's that the world is zombie. But in the zombie movies, the zombies come and show that the world is zombie. But the world is reset. And then you can escape being an, a drone person in your little community. Whereas the Scooby-Doo, this is like the evil without, if you will, mm -hmm. that we no longer, like you're saying, have any interest in even like perhaps you don't want to have too much interest in those things. <laughs> this is why, like, I also don't like demon movies. Like, yeah, there's something that's just like too much with things like that. I, 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 I do want to add add to your point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, both yeah. counts actually. But I'm sorry if I'm jumping in before anyone else. But the on on the case of the one about the community and wanting to you know fight the evil within and, and band together with your friends. There's also a fun thing that I think that people love about zombie movies is that it allows you to enact extreme violence yeah, upon yeah. those who oppose you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As yeah, long yeah, as they're yeah. zombies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know, or if they endanger you. Yeah, you, yeah. you can eliminate your enemies completely guilt-free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and so that that's one point I would like I'd like to stick with there because <laughs> yeah. I want to talk about that. But the second right, point they've been dehumanized in a way. Yeah. Even they're, they're not they were people, but they're not people anymore. I can I can take revenge on the visage, even if the person is no longer there. Hmm. So that, that's one. And then the other thing, too, I, I want to just finish the point about where horror might be going if it's going away from zombies. I think that we are going back to demon horror. I think that's really the movement. Mm -hmm. That's still something that people are very frightened of because it can be anything you want it to be. Mm -hmm. But even there, like this year, we just saw The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, which is the third in The Conjuring, which had been like the mainstays. It's like, that's pre prestige, like fun horror. Yeah. Not, you know, like hereditary, which is also demons. Um, but the conjuring devil movie do it is it's based on a real life case where someone murdered people and then tried to argue that he was possessed 
Um, it's super irresponsible to make a movie about that real life story. And the movie is very poorly made. But it's funny that even there, it's already starting to question itself. Like, all right, so we made two Conjuring movies. Demons showed up, possessed people. It was really scary. Bad shit happened. But this guy, I don't know. He didn't seem to want to do it. You know, maybe let's question whether or not devils exist or whether they don't. Let's try this case in court. Um, but I think that we are moving back to that because that, apart from sickness, still scares us. Demons yeah. may as well be sickness, right? Yeah. Because they're, they, they're unpredictable. They can be, they can jump at you at any point. They can make you do things you didn't know. Um, I, I see them being very similar. Or, or try yeah. to make you. It's interesting. So I, I just wanted to, yeah. to tie that one up before we, we continue talking about no, zombies. No, that's really interesting. You guys yeah, have more to say. No, no, no. That's, yeah, that's fascinating. Um, I, I will just, well, I guess this is really adding, but I'm sad that werewolf movies aren't a thing anymore. Oh, I really I want to see more werewolf movies. movies. Like Van Helsing, when he turns into a werewolf and beats the <laughs> shit out of Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that, is that, that's the Hugh Jackman one, right? Yeah. 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 Like the Witcher, who's oh, the, the White Witcher. Wolf. I love yeah. the Witcher. The Witcher's so badass. The Witcher is badass. Is the Witcher show any good? Yeah. Is it good? Yeah. It, okay. It's like a it's like a trashy Game of Thrones. <laughs> I really yeah. love it. I yeah. really love the music in that. The show music's really good. Better better music than Game of Thrones. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Actually. I don't know. But like seriously, it is like a trashy Game of Thrones. Like it's so much more fun than Game of Thrones. Yeah. But and it's, it's like Polish. It's like super. Yeah. Ironic. <laughs> Um, yeah. Now that I know he turns into a werewolf, I have to watch it. Um, um, not no. The Witcher. Van Helsing does that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the, Witcher um, doesn't. Witcher the Witcher is like He's already known as the a mutant. Yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> he took the mutagens. <laughs> wow, this got nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> he's, you um, played those games? He, he's essentially like a... <laughs> he's been created to hunt down... Um, okay, so... Beasts. The world... And he was there, there's multiple... Uh, there's multiverses... Um, and at some point they collided. Do you know this? I, I want to hear you what you this? have to say, but I want to add before yeah, this show is the, 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 like, the most watched show on Netflix that it came out. So whatever really? it was is something that is appealing to people now. Yeah. But then say what it what it was. Well, so 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 there. Was, uh, what's it called again? Like the fractured and uh, the alighting. Yeah, it's something like it's, it's something it's like, some that. It's, like that. Yeah, it's it's not, um, but it's kind of a cool idea. And so like, <laughs> yeah. there's all of these monsters that are now in this universe and there's elves and like, like everything's kind of messed up and there's all like, it's, it's a fascinating sort of start to this universe because there's, there's humans and there's like um, okay. the, the non-humans. Um, and, and nobody knew when each, it, like they didn't know each other. It just happened one day. Yeah. yeah. It just happened. <laughs> oh, like, cool. Like okay. all of a sudden, like these two universes exist together. Um, and they're like, what the hell? It super sucks for everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everything's yeah. a total mess. Um, and they're all like proud, you know, it's great. Um, so witchers were created to hunt down and kill the very dangerous, um, monsters that live throughout the lands. Now I'm gonna have to cut all this out, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, so it's like, it's game of Thrones, but from the perspective of like a monster slayer. He yeah, doesn't he, really care about anything. No royal. He like give, could he's give like a fuck about the royal. He just wants money. He just wants money. He wants to like kill things for fun. money. Yeah. And not even like a ton of money. He just it's wants like enough bit to like money. do nothing. <laughs> he, <he's, laughs> like his motivation is making no sense. He like he wants to hang out with his friends. Yeah. Sometimes. He has sex. He's kind of just doing it. He has a lot of sex. Yeah, he's a sexy beast. Yeah. 
He also says, hmm. Yeah. Lot, which uh, I like a lot. It's okay, so great. Can, can I ask why we're on The Witcher? Because I had mentioned werewolves. Monsters. He hunts werewolves? Then? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Sometimes. A lot of the monsters are taken from, like, they're the traditional monsters. Is it? Yeah, what is it? A lot is of it? them, like, Eastern European folk. There, there's, like, a, <coughs> one of the DLCs for Witcher, the Wild Hunt, is a, is a werewolf, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then the other one is the vampire, right? It's blood. It's blood and wine, and then like know. iron and stone or I whatever. I'm, one I'm the like werewolf. three quarters. Of the There's way a lot of werewolves yeah. in it. There's all the monsters. Around There's all the monsters. Great. Yeah. It's I'm just, sorry. This is a huge. It's side so track. much fun. You have two swords. You do. It's great. One one is good for for some monsters, and one is good for people yeah. or humanoids. Because you're not actually a human. I'm sorry. We should stop. <laughs> it's really fun. <laughs> you're a werewolf. To think about. Um, okay. So anyway, so what I what I was trying to do. Is so if we tied up a conversation about horror, I wanted to go back to what Jude was saying about the community and why this is appealing. Yeah, and that's I kind of wanted to bring us into a conversation about violence and and, and gore and gore. Yeah, oh, let's it, do it. These are gory zombies. movies. Is there gore in zombie movies? A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. You're in there. Like part of the fun of zombie movies, I, I I would argue, like a large part of the fun is the destruction. Oh yeah. Of of these yeah, grotesque like with the chainsaw. It's yeah. a trope. Yeah, it was kind of weird. And it's actually I wanted to share this because that's one of the big reasons why I love zombie movies is because my because of Scooby-Doo Zombie Island, but also because my dad likes zombies a lot. Yeah. And Mm. so we watched a lot of zombie stuff. He loves monsters in general. So we watched a ton of all zombie monsters, whatever. And I had just this I had a very distinct memory of sitting down with him and watching Night of the Living Dead. And he did it right. We started it at like 10 p.m. and he popped popcorn. He turned off all the lights and it's a grimy, like little black and white movie. The sound yeah. is bad. The color's bad. And we just watched the whole thing. And I actually, that was the third time I was scared at a zombie movie was watching that with my dad. And I was like 15 or 16 years old. It yeah. shouldn't have worked, but the atmosphere was perfect. And that's what really got me into them was seeing the, just the, the dread of it. When, you, when a movie can make you feel dread, that's really cool. And that one did it just right. But the violence was also something I had not expected because we'd watch a lot of monster movies and people get ripped apart or whatever. But this is the encroaching of the horde and you can beat at them and smash them and shoot them in the head and stab them. Do whatever you can think of. And if you're lucky, you'll you'll kill them. But you probably won't. You know, you'll probably just you'll whack off an arm. Well, they don't have an arm now. You know, whack yeah. off a leg. Well, they don't have a leg. And so this like dismemberment and destruction of the human body is really appealing. and. I think it's absolutely essential. It's in the DNA of zombies. You need blood. You need gore. You need this to be violent because like warm bodies barely functions as a zombie movie. It's like, it's like <laughs> on the line of like, I guess so. It's just not, it's not zombie enough. They can't just be like grayed out teenagers, <laughs> you yeah. know? Um, Cause this is a degenerative illness. This, this is something that, that, that your body rots. Uh, It's not like when you're a zombie, you are now in that state, you know, you will, you will start to fall apart. You're no longer like a whole, a zombie. You're like a corpse. Let's say in, in, an actual corpse is no longer one thing anymore. Yeah. It's falling apart. The soul is gone. Let's say. Yeah. Um, So it's starting to fall apart. But when you reanimate the corpse, it continues not even to be one thing. And so, like, it's a view of. It's like an impulse. It's of, like maybe it's either 
it's ambiguous. You could say it's presenting a view of the body where the body isn't really a whole. So you can cut off the arm. It doesn't matter. Cut off the head. It doesn't matter. It's just a bunch of parts connected accidentally. Yeah. This is the zombie. Or it's presenting a view of man where if you become a zombie, this is the way of looking at man where he's full of parts and not a whole. Where yeah. the very fact that the zombie is something different than the characters shows that there's some understanding that man is a whole and that the body is important. Yeah. Because there's something deep here with yeah. the body. I don't know exactly what it is. This is some beginnings of guess at it. Yeah, if if they if zombies were able to be whole still, um, if they were able to retain all their guts and all their skin, then they would essentially I I don't think it'd be as scary they would essentially become vampires that's what vampires are right well, actually actually you know what it is they turn oh. into that movie with donald sutherland that that's the other adaptation of the thing where it's the thing that travels through people right they become they right. become mindless yeah. yeah but they don't rot they're they're a part of something else yeah you know this thing takes them over yeah. and their only desire is to assimilate it's literally the world's end yeah right you know oh, yeah. <laughs> right yeah Ooh, is is World's End also a zombie movie? Pretty much, yeah. They're they're uh, they're techno alien zombies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or actually, I'm sorry, no, they're squishy, squishy Eggmen. Okay, <laughs> squishy, squishy but, egg. but isn't the difference though? Like, there is a hive mind that controls them in that one. I don't really remember. Oh yeah, yeah. no. But there's a lot of ways you can do it. But but right, the thing right. that makes it a zombie, right? Which is what Jesse and and Jude are saying is that what well, I'm advocating for this too yeah. is that there must be disintegration. There must yeah. be decay. Yeah. And if you don't have disintegration, you need, it's like you need a, a grandiose mind, either your own, kind of like a vampire, or the outside hive mind coming in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. You have to, in order to start losing body parts, it's like you have to be mindless. And yeah. that's the only mm. way this fits. Hmm. That's, a, yeah, that's interesting. And, or to be mindless, the only way to have that is to lose body parts. I think that's the reason why we have the sort of core and zombie movies. Yeah. Sorry, that's yeah. a better way to phrase it. Yeah, that makes sense. But then the violence too is also I find perhaps troubling, especially yes. if you're viewing it as like <laughs> everyone else in the world is a drone. Because because you're taking like it, a baseball somehow, bat and bashing somehow heads like the dullness of life which the drone as the zombie represents, somehow that leads to a kind of resentment that plays out violently this is a hypothesis like i can't make yeah. the connections between well, I, those I think two extreme things extreme violence must be meted out upon those who are mindless yeah it, the maybe. imperative be, and it's only an imperative because the mindless want you to be that too yeah and they will harm you to get it and therefore they must be crushed with extreme prejudice. yeah like unfortunately this like reminds me of like mass shootings yeah like those people think they're better than everybody else yeah. in a way. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a but, lot wrong. But this, with what that. this does is it, it actualizes mm-hmm. that, you know, there that could be seen as a, as a mental illness that could be seen as, as something cognitively disordered yeah. inside well, of somebody. Yeah. And what the zombie movie does is it actualizes it and says, no, you're right. That is that there is something virulent here Ooh, and it yeah. does need to be squashed. Ah, and yeah. now you have the right and nay, not the right, the, the God duty. forsaken duty to do it. Yeah. And therefore the violence feels so good because it's completely pardoned and encouraged. Yeah. 
I think that a lot of these movies also do like show that side as well. Like 28 days later shows, um, you know, like the, the military people, they're the sort of yeah. people who are like, well, you know, everyone's, everyone's other fully othered, you know, mm-hmm. there's no sense of, of, of unity between you and another person. So I can do whatever I want to them. Mm-hmm. Those are the bad guys. Right. And the good guys yeah. are the ones who, who retain that sense of connection um, to other humans and, and fight for that in, in that environment. I think that, I mean, I don't know. That's what yeah. I like about them. Mostly. Yeah. I love though, like the, 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 um, the freedom to, to take out the bad guys with, it's like the yeah. bad guys are so clearly evil. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. no possible motivation of goodness in them. That, yeah. that guy's a zombie. Yeah. Like, well, how like do you know? Like, look yeah. at him alive. Is yeah. not even as bad as killing a dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm thinking about like I'm Russell Crowe in 310 to Yuma, you know? Like he's the bad guy, sort of. But you see him, his character, and you're like, you're conflicted about it. Yeah. Right? You're like, oh man, should this guy, like, sh- is he the bad guy? And there's a whole other story there. I don't know. That's the first thing that came to mind. For me. <laughs> yeah. With um, zombies, it's like this this built-in thing where as soon as they're on screen, they can be killed. Whereas with any other monster, like that that we've that we've even mentioned, that is interesting. Uh, yeah. You have to yeah. question whether or not they should die. Like right. maybe the mummy should come back to life. Like the movie has to present that case. You don't yeah. have to present that case with zombies. It's just like it, I think it's an easier yeah. story to tell in that way too. And maybe there's like a, a I think a lot of things have many reads. So. Thank you. Given yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the technological origins of the zombies, and like this weird like a, a yeah. question I have is like, are the zombies the undead? What the hell does undead mean? And then, or are they the living dead, or are they something else? And these they, are they, that's they, a side they've question. Been undead, and they must be redeaded. Right. <laughs> <laughs> In a way, maybe like the undead could signify some like they're not even alive. Oh, for sure. They're not. They're like yeah. even beyond dead. They're like dead, dead, undead, dead, dead. Whatever. I don't know. But it's like they're the two t- dead, two deader. They're an enemy which <laughs> isn't even like a dog. Yeah. They're like a. It's they're like rocks. Yeah. And in a way, that is the enemy when it comes to things like the dangers of technology. It's like this is an enemy which is yeah so pathetic like like the idea that technology is is turning you into a zombie right it's like or, yeah. you shouldn't feel any guilt about smashing a computer like in, uh, in you wouldn't uh, smash a computer or, uh, you wouldn't no, kill in, a zombie in Zoolander it's great when it turns <laughs> yeah. a computer it's like no one gives it it's like it doesn't matter because it doesn't actually matter because it's right. not even alive it's not a person yeah um. To bring to bring that thought to like full full circle, I think with the um, the idea of like the zombies created by like the the government overlords or the aliens or whatever, I think we've been like sort of skirting around this is mm. uh, this is something that's not supposed to happen. It's been done by mm. you know evil like evil people right. at a high level or right. inept people at a high level, right. and we watch their ineptness sort of create the yeah. problem and then fall apart because of the problem they created immediately. Yeah, um, with the whole world falling apart and turning people from being empathetic human beings to completely, uh, completely other and, and wanting to like eat you, <laughs> you know, to, to take you apart. So it's like the the, the over, it's it's always going to be that sort of. I don't know, it seems like 
at least with the best ones, there's that sort of uh, uh, statement about society. And yeah. Wait, wait, not. wait. So you're telling me I watched six Resident Evil movies and you just laid it out? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all about what's her name? Alice. Dakotovich lady. Mia Hovovich. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's the Umbrella Corporation yeah, that yeah. does this. Yeah. Right. So then talking about the violence. Yeah. So there's because it's right. There's because you must. And thirdly, this is outside of it as viewers, because uh, practical effects are really cool. Yeah. yeah. And it's really cool watching these things happen on screen. It's, yeah. like, it's like what we talked about with, with my birthday episode about uh, dance, choreography, violence in film. Yeah. Um, some things are just cool. Yeah. And this has gone back to ancient times. Yeah. Like you read the Iliad. Yeah. There's a lot of violence and mm -hmm. it's awesome. Mm -hmm. It is awesome. Yeah. There, there's beauty in the violence. And in this one, you know, there's, you could argue there's beauty. Uh, it would be difficult. What you couldn't argue <laughs> is that it's fun. It's just fun, it's really fun. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to make, I'm going to make a, I'm, I'm going to put something out there. Yeah. I think zombie movies are kind of like fairy tales hmm. because they're always, the protagonist is always just a normal person mm -hmm. and they're in a very abnormal universe this and they have to the use, yeah. they don't have magic. They don't have superpowers. They just have to use their brains, which are normal, and their muscles, which are usually normal for the protagonist to get through the zombie hordes and, you know, yeah. return home having changed or something. Yeah. And, and even also, the weapons kind of show this. Yeah. Also, a, a common, like, fairy tale trope is to, like, fight that with, like, yourself somewhere else, right? Like that, yeah. uh, a part of yourself that you hate, like manifesting itself, and that would be the zombies, which is why I think it's so hmm. great to kill them. Yeah, it's so much yeah. fun to kill them. It's so satisfying. Yeah. yeah. Are you killing the it or the ego? Mm. Uh -huh. Something about I, moms. I, <laughs> <laughs> Are you killing your mom? <laughs> well, Shaun of the Dead, yes. <laughs> you killed my mom. <laughs> You killed Barbara. <laughs> well, that's why it needs violence because it's a fairy tale. Fairy tales are disgustingly and violent, right? Like they're mm -hmm. wildly crazy. In the yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to huh. make it kind of like I don't know. I think that like like, like to add to your point, it, it's always about the hero journey, like the self actualization through the baptism of blood and, yeah. and standing up to the thing you're afraid of. Like yeah, yeah. Like at the end of Zombieland, right? What's he afraid of? Clowns. <laughs> yeah, because you have to kill him. Clown zombie, yeah. Um, or yeah. even to take like another Stephen Yun movie, that movie uh, Mayhem, which is kind of like zombies. Everyone gets infected with a rage virus, yeah, and they can't help but kill each other, yeah. Even though they're fully in control of their faculties, yeah. And it's in an office building, <laughs> but he sucks as a as a person. And then through the movie, he stops sucking less because he gets more confident because of the rage. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's pretty. Yeah, most of the movies are like this, except for the the really realistic ones, right? Like the George A. Romero ones, which are very bleak, dystopian, apocalyptic views on humanity and how it That's can't true. get better. And we must continue striving, even though we will always lose. So it's like, you know, fairy tale over here, right. cautionary tale over here. Well, those are those cautionary tales. I mean, there's a lot of fairy tales. A lot of Grimm's fairy tales don't end so so great for the protagonist. Right. One would say they ended grimly. Ooh, mm. nice one. Yeah. Yeah. This being your birthday episode. Yeah. Is there any other question that you would like to cover? I don't think so. Well, I, I guess I'd want to ask, do you guys want to do any of these movies? 
as an episode in the future? Yeah. I think that I would love to do the Cornetto trilogy. Yeah. Right? Oh, yes. yeah. I think that would be fun. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Would you want to do that? The, no, the I had a right. thought. Oh. oh, what's your thought? It was about what Jesse said about the zombie is like, it's good to kill the zombie because it represents like the drone in you and you kill the drone in you. So it's like a, this is ends up being very Hegelian. Yeah. But I've been reading Hegel for one of my classes. And I think that this also, this hypothesis explains why you were saying there's like maybe a return to spirit in movies in like the monster movies coming back with like the Witcher being an example perhaps and how appealing that was. I Hegel talks about, he's so hard to understand. I don't understand Hegel, but <laughs> maybe, maybe we should, but I, but maybe I, but we should but avoid Hegel. For, no, no, no. I can, cause for our movie, a podcast. Yeah. yeah but uh, so he, he can, he can land this ship. Hegel, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Ship. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see the ship. Land. I mean, I love Hegel. He talks about like various stages in history and then they like negate themselves to get to the next thing. Yeah. Often the stages have two sides. The stage that he describes, which I think describes our world, also has two sides. And the one side is the way he characterizes it as like vain enlightenment philosophy. So like modernity, where like we have all this power over nature and et cetera. The other side, oddly enough, in this stage is God of the Muslims where it's like pure will. Why are these the two sides? Because in the one, like you just have like the object as totally the ruler and you cease to really mean anything as a subject in the modernity side, though the subject like enters into itself way too much and you get like no actual object out there. And so like the world ceases to have any meaning or truths and you're like lost in a sort of empty freedom, an arbitrary empty freedom. You could say that. So, the, so these are this the two distinctions out, that, that you're this saying. This is Hegel our two is sides of one stage. When you have this sort of empty freedom, technology kind of goes hand in hand with it because technology is just like, we're just going to do shit to the world to make stuff. And we don't care if it's good or bad. We're just going to do it because the logic of the technology progresses. Anyway, these stages, he's describing them then, but he says they're going to get negated and have like the age of the spirit. He thinks this is like the wisdom of philosophy. It doesn't matter. But I think you could say the fact that in the zombie movies, you have the drone as the other and the drone is like a technological enemy and that this has been seen as the enemy. And then that, if you think about it the way Jesse described it as the drone as the other has now been othered and we've recognized that that's the enemy. <laughs> and so now we kill it. And so you're negating that negation and somehow returning back to spirit. Two negatives make a positive. Yeah. And so it was very hopeful because it's like, we didn't see that this was the enemy before. Now we see that it's the enemy. And then zombie movies are often hilarious. And yes. I think this is a good sign when the enemy becomes a laughing matter.
I, I, when you began talking about Hegel, I was like, who's this Hegelian here? But now you've landed your saucer. It turns out it's a pretty comfy place to be. Yeah. That was cool. I, that was a good trip. I, I really made sense. Yeah. Huh. Well, thank you for breaking that down. I never read the guy. Yeah. I, I mean, he's impossible to understand. Like, I mean, all three of you guys did, but <laughs> yeah, I don't remember a damn thing he said. Something about self-authoring. <laughs> Yeah. Well, he broke it down. Yeah. <laughs> he did. He awesome. thought he was God, didn't he? No, no, no. I think he thought he was no, God. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> Just, <laughs> like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> um, huh. Well, I, 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 I want to go to maybe a final question here for you guys, if that's okay. Do you think we're ready to um, go there? Yeah. Okay. Which is um, okay. Uh, so, so my question is, you know, we always end every episode about a, a single movie, you know, is this movie a dad movie? I don't want to ask that about these ones because I think, I think we can see them all in their own, their own series someday. Yeah. And we'll ask that question later, but do you think zombie movies is a dad genre? And, uh, maybe say a little bit about why you think that. I don't know. Uh, Jesse. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Zombies are absolutely a dad genre for, I think. Everything that we've mentioned here, it's really cool. It's a commentary on culture. It's now become kind of like zombie movies have become somewhat historical little relics. Like mm. watching like Night of the Living Dead, it's just like, oh, that's uh, it, it was it was a real dad moment. Like, yeah. yes, this is a history of film that has become solidified for all time. So I need to see this movie, even though I don't really like it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but like my, that ending. Ugh. Yeah, and then the ending, and then it's like, oh, oh, this this ended a little different than I thought it would. Yeah, <laughs> um, yep. yeah, but like, yeah, it's a huge part of of my my life. Um, and to to with zombies, you can talk about so much. You can talk about like philosophy and the you and your deepest darkest fears and self othering like we have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can yeah, also way more of that than I thought we would. Yeah. <laughs> you can also talk about society and the and like different kinds of governments and that is what I love about the Walking Dead show. Like sometimes they establish different government mm. or whatever. Yeah. Like uh, remember the people that just that claim things? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's great. Like all these different <laughs> little rules to that people come up with. It's so cool. Um like it sets up these wonderful scenarios that I think, uh, I mean, sometimes you fantasize about. Like I not fan. Well, I've thought about it. like what happens with the world ends, and I like seeing it play out in zombie movies a lot. So yes, this is a dad genre. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I for all those reasons, uh, it, there's something so fun about post apocalypse um, in things. There's something so much fun about seeing the destruction of a society and seeing, you know, what's going to happen after that. And it's so great. We're it's living true. through it. it and we get to watch movies. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. so much fun. I can, I can look away from the sky that's on fire to watch a sky on fire on my TV. Yeah. Pretend yeah. it's not on fire in real life. Yeah. Um, but the fun thing about zombie movies, too, is that it, it's it's like what Jesse's saying. It's it's very much a sociological experiment to to talk about how people interact with each other and how how they work together or don't and what causes things to fall apart and. I think you can take a lot from that and bring it to yourself and, and question your motives. Like, you know, you, I, I know so many people are like, yeah, man, you know, things get, things get shitty out there. It's all just 
looking out for myself. I'm like, oh, you're going to die then. Yeah. You are going to die so fast because <laughs> you yeah. do not have a motorcycle and a crossbow, <laughs> <laughs> which are the two things there. that guarantee you survival in zombie post-apocalypse. Um, and yeah, so for all those reasons, it's very much a dad movie because we could talk for a long time about the politics of those places, which as far as I know is an incredibly dad thing to do. And it bores the pants <laughs> off everyone except those immediately having the conversation. Yes. Uh, yes. Very essential to dad. Remember, yeah. like Jesse, remember when we talked about The Walking Dead in your pool? <laughs> I think everyone else left. <laughs> oh, yeah. They had left a long time ago. And it was just us for hours talking about The Walking Dead. And just The Walking Dead. Nothing else entered the conversation. Nope. Nope. It didn't go anywhere else. It was beer. In the pool, The Walking Dead, and the wives, our wives are like, hey, do you guys want to like hang out or talk about something else? And we're like, nope. shh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know why you guys started a podcast together. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that was, that's a beautiful memory. Um, yeah. I, I also just realized, I don't think I care if I show any of these movies to my kids. I, I don't know if I'll want them to watch any zombie movies with me. But I do know for sure that for me, this they they belong to me. Yeah, uh, yeah. They don't have to belong to my kids at all, and I'm fine with that. Like I will definitely do a Night of the Living Dead. I will because for the reasons you stated, it's important. And I have the treasured memory of getting the pants scared off of me by my dad. I'm going to try and replicate that. That'll be really fun hmm. if I can do that. I mean, yeah. I I uh, I now have two daughters, so it shouldn't be hard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm try it tomorrow. Um, but it, yeah. I just want them to know about it. I want them not to just be like, oh, zombie movies, ew. Like, no, you got to see see why it's important because millions of people think it's important. They see a lot of depth here. So do your best to be empathetic and try. And that's that's what I'm going to try and teach with zombies. But I don't care if they like it. They just got to know about it. Yeah. 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 Jude, Jude, do you have any thoughts on whether or not zombie movies are dad movies? Do you know what a dad movie is? Do you feel like you have a... A grasp of vague sense of it. Yeah, I guess that's, that's I a, guess I agree yeah. with 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 what's been said. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. Do Do you care, Michael, birthday boy, that that your children will love these? Is this is this mandatory viewing? <coughs> I don't think so. Um, I don't. Is think that what the death of a dad movie is? No, it's not necessarily. That could be part of it. There's like, no, there's, there's no. Death. Don't don't try and nail down the definition. <laughs> we'll be here for a lot longer. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like <laughs> it definitely can be. That's yeah. why. I, Okay, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a movie a dad likes. Can be. Can be. doesn't have to be. It's a moving target, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, zombie movies are dad movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I feel, uh, I think it's totally a dad genre, but it's the, the genre where it's like, um, this is something that's that I feel like my kids might associate with me and be like, dad's in his mm-hmm. garage watching those weird zombie movies. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand why. Yeah. And, you know, I'm just like fiddling around with shit, you know with some sort of crazy zombie with guts spilling out of it on the screen. Yeah. That's, that's what these are for me. That's beautiful. They're fun, fun time that always make me go, huh? That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, it's a perfect, see that encapsulates what makes dads dads. Like yeah. you, just, you fall asleep at things and you like, to <laughs> talk, and you could talk for hours about it afterwards. Even yeah. if you fell asleep through half of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I got the gist rather than yeah. the yeah. end of it on Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does it say about culture? Um, 
I think that was a, a successful birthday episode. Do you feel fulfilled? I feel so fulfilled. Aww. Thank you guys so much for talking about these movies with me. I, I was thinking about it too, because like we were like, we were asking, you know, what are some movies that you would feel like you, if we had to stop this tomorrow, like what would you be sad about not being able to talk about? These are three of them. Yeah. These are like very important movies for me um, personally. And they're, they're like world historical in some way as well. So I'm, I'm really stoked that we got a chance to talk about it. Thanks guys. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. No, it's nice. Happy to fun, do it. Fun, fun. Happy to do it. And uh, we will be coming at you next week with signs. Ooh. Signs continuing our spooky, our spooky October month. We've now done, you guys have now done uh, Quiet Place, Quiet Place Part 2. Yeah. This is Mike's birthday episode. We got signs. And then for our new release, we'll be getting Last Night in Soho. Yeah. So it's kind of a mixed bag. It's like yeah. you, go, you went, you knocked door to door. You got a bunch of candy in your bag. But we've got like, uh, kind of a weird mix of, of we've got aliens, zombies, and whatever your last night in Soho is going to be. Some sort of psychological, horrifying othering yeah. is definitely Ooh. happening there. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. But yeah, you know, we, we just wanted to get like get some of the big ones because you know we know that dad, the horror is not necessarily the most dad of genres, but for some dads, it very much is. Yes. And so we kind of wanted to do like the big like as you guys were talking about in the Quiet Place episodes, like those are good gateway drugs. Yeah. Science is a great gateway drug. Yeah, I, I feel is also super scary. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like like some of these zombie movies, like I think that uh, Shaun of the Dead, great gateway drug. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so we're just covering covering some of our bases here, and I don't know, maybe we'll dig into more spooky territory at some point. We're gonna do Halloween before this podcast yeah. is over. <laughs> <laughs> the, one, the one with yeah, the red we'll door. Do. What's the name of that one? It comes at night. Yeah, that one. Well, I really want to do it comes at night too. That's that's a dad movie for sure. By dads for dads about dads. Anyway, well, yeah. all right. Well, from Dance. all of us and not your father's birthday, it's my birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. Happy not your father's birthday. birthday. It's my birthday. <laughs> Everyone praise me for my birthday. I'm amazing. All right. Praise him with many praises. Thanks for coming. <laughs>